cannot ask that question. We have to. We're going to start with that question. <laughs> we cannot ask that question. Yes. Would you fuck a cop, Emily? I would not fuck a cop. I would not fuck a fireman. I got to tell you, <laughs> I only count <laughs> 10, 11, 13 because I don't fuck with 12. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Podcast. Sab and I are recording live, but before we get into Things We Hide From The Light by Lucy Score, Sab, how are you doing? Well, we went out for Emily's birthday last night. Everyone (laughs) went out and then I elevated (laughs) my own experience. So I am aggressively hungover and am I going to say this? I shit my pants (laughs) I'm full on <laughs> shit my pants today. So that's what I'm doing. This is what happens when you go out past our age. Yeah, when you hit your mid 20s. We used to go out until like four in the morning. I did, however, <laughs> Uber home at 3 a.m. and charged my work card. So that's going to be really fun to figure out tomorrow. So I Ubered home on my work card, shit my pants. And then I we went to see Magic Mike and I took mcdonald's hash rounds in my purse <laughs> popcorn was giving life i took so much salt i was like please absorb the alcohol it was incredible there was a bar and i was like no i was like i can't so somehow my mom ended up with like everyone's free mimosa because we were <laughs> all too hungover to participate and if you've never been to magic mike with your horny unfiltered drunk mother let me sum it up for you they had little condoms on the table. You're going to get a UTI from these <laughs> condoms just looking at it. You're having a baby. You're having a UTI. They had little like ribs, ridges on the condoms and she pulls them out and they were very <laughs> small. And she said, who's fucking somebody with this small of a dick? Like literally is flinging condoms around. She's asking workers, like, look how small these condoms are. Da, da, da. And then she looks at a lady and goes, I mean... Do you even fuck somebody with a dick? Like, whose dick is fitting into this? And the woman looks back at her and says, my husband. And Liz says, I'm so sorry. So, all in all, we're doing really well today. We saw Magic Mike. And we shit in our pants. And I have a man. Oh, yeah. Emily has a man. Yeah, he came to my birthday, so everybody got to meet him. Bold move, coming to meet everybody through the lion's den but yeah I have a man's hinge has been deleted so yeah and that's that he's reading icebreakers right now yes he he's gone to the uber he got scene. to the uber scene I'm waiting for him to get to the halloween scene honestly amazing what are we gonna give him next I think we should give him god of malice okay I was just or the ritual I was gonna give either the ritual or just be like, "Hey, Den of Vipers." At this point, oh, Den of Vipers is point, the blueprint. Yeah, so I think next read is Den of Vipers, and you guys know I'm giving him my hard copies. That's so that's, annotated. Yeah, that's. <laughs> what does your annotations look like for Den of Vipers? Are you highlighting like them fucking? Yeah, and I would just say like, "Oh my God, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I like really like something, and I'm too flustered to write. It's just hearts. It's just oh, hard because okay. I, but yeah, if you like go through um my like books I annotate, it's like hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, Dead of Vipers is dog ear highlighted. As it should be. Yeah. Honestly, required reading. You know how you used to have like summer reading? 
Denna Vipers. Denna Vipers. Required reading. Okay. Agreed. We'll give him Denna Vipers next. He gave me this James Bond book. I'm on page six. It's been like two weeks. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like read like 10 pages a night at this point. But yeah, there we go. There we go. She did it. She read How to Not Die Alone. She gave everybody her tips. She took her own advice. And here we are. Here we are. So, yeah. And I got to see her with her tongue down a man's throat last night. So we've really come full circle. I was begging for someone to fuck Emily and we found someone to do so. (laughs) Okay. No, we're going to talk about it. Because she claims she's not fucking this man until April. Yeah, I'm putting my foot down and say April. We'll have like our own little slow burn. Nobody likes a slow burn. <laughs> Nobody likes a slow burn. I am sticking to my guns about April. It's almost March. It's February 26. It's my month. Oh my God. I don't believe in that. I am. I'm fucking on the first date. Always. I fucked Seth on the first date. Second. I was modest. I fucked, I fucked Seth <laughs> on the second date. Yeah. So April was when we'll see. Oh my God. Let's start a countdown. When you finally have sex, we're going to throw like a little Emily's no longer a born again virgin party. The hips. We've broken the hips. We can know if the hips work or not. Oh my God. I hope it's good because obviously we're going to have to advertise it. <laughs> if it's mediocre, I don't. I'm if we not, cancel the party, everyone knows why. I'm not going to have her wear whatever the hell those ribbed condoms were. Oh my God. We're going to have to post a picture on. I have a picture of Yeah, we're going to have to post a picture on social media so that you guys know what I'm talking about. But yeah, we've had a good weekend. We have. Vodka kind of got to us. I had so many shots. <laughs> um, I did not have a nip slip. Really, it really could have happened. Emma put her whole titty out. <laughs> I really wanted the nip slip to take place. I was like hoping for it, really. No nip slips. We had dirty martinis. I mean, really, just a well-rounded evening. Now I'm an um, an insurance policy holder, and there we go. And there we go. Welcome to 26. Okay, let's talk about what we've been reading, what I've been reading. Yeah, the academic chokehold is strong right now. It's a book a week at this point. There are times when Emily carries me, and there are times when I carry Emily, and that's where we're at. Yep. Okay, so what I have been reading, I finally read The Serpent and the Wings of Night. It's a fantasy book that's like really highly recommended. It's going crazy on TikTok right now. I really enjoyed it. It was really, it wasn't similar to Akatar, but it had the same vibe as Akatar. But it was like high fantasy, like high, high fantasy. So the world building was really cool. It was good. If you're not into high fantasy, I don't know that you would enjoy it, but it was good. And then I read Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey, which is her new release. And it was, oh, I'm so sad to even say it out loud. It was not good. The whole thing was a miscommunication trope. Can't do it. 300 pages. I cannot do it. Of a fucking miscommunication trope. I was dying. Um, And so it was one of those where I probably should have DNF'd, but because I love Tessa so much, I didn't. But I was like trudging to get to the end. I just can't do the miscommunication trope. Like when that when we get a third stage breakup of miscommunication, I get so mad. The whole book was dual POV, and each POV was saying how much they liked the other person, but not sure if the other one liked them back. And have I was a like, conversation. Yeah, like maybe let's be fucking adults and talk about it. So yeah. it drove me crazy. Um, which is a bummer. I already have the next one in the series pre-ordered. I think it'll be more enemies to lovers, which 
fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> um, so if you were excited to read that, it let me down. Maybe you'll feel differently. Still support our girl, but that's where we're at. Um, I finished the book that we're talking about today. I got halfway into Thorn Princess and then I like switched to this book. So I'll probably pick that back up. Sav read it and I do agree with her. I don't know how they're going to become lovers because these two hate each other. Yeah. But I like the basis, the bodyguard, Hollywood. So I'm going to keep going with it. And LJ has a new book with Parker Huntington. Um, I know I talked about Devious Lies and Darling Venom on here before. Five star reads, top books from last year. And they're having a combined book coming out in March. And it's like Romeo Juliet based. LJ is out here working. <laughs> she is hustling. She is. She is girl bossing so close to the sun. It is. And I, that's the thing. Like if LJ writes it, I'm going to read it at this point. I think I've read all her books. Yeah. Same. Yeah. LJ could write, listen, 400 pages <laughs> about wind. I'm picking it up. And then we do, we did learn that we are getting a third book in the Knock It Mount series. So today we talked about the second book and we are getting a third book, I think in September. No, I think it's like March. It's soon. She's cranking that shit out. I think she's almost done with it. Love it. So I'm excited because I think that it's going to be deep enemies to lovers and I cannot wait for that. I have a question. Okay. Do you think dancers, when they have sex, they're so like clinical about it? Because their movements were always so choreographed. I was thinking about that the whole movie. Hold on. Okay. So during, you're saying like dancers. Yeah. It's like when they have sex. Are so they like, do you so think when Magic clinical? Mike is fucking that he's like too in his head about it? Yeah. Well, you know, I did dance from age <laughs> three to seven. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about that. Has anyone ever fucked like a magic mic stripper because you let us know because we have (laughs) we have it we would really love to hear about your experience if you have sam didn't even have a stripper at her bachelorette party such a disappointment (laughs) honestly looking back can you have a stripper just because yeah maybe when we hit two thousand followers we (laughs) oh guys we hit a thousand followers look at us go thanks everybody who follows us on social media we appreciate you we made it we appreciate you for not unfollowing us. <laughs> when we went out last night, some of Emily's <laughs> friends were like, oh my God, it's the Spice Rack podcast. <laughs> they were calling me famous, which really went to my head. I not know. good for my, <laughs> my ego. I'm like, we're going to get that blue check mark soon. Literally surprised I could fit through the door of how big my head was getting. So anyway, keep gassing us up. Thanks for being here. Sorry we skipped last week, but... Sometimes life just be life in. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah, guys. I am presenting at a conference on Saturday, my first conference. And so woo, woo. I had like three book reports, the conference paper. And I was like, I, I have zero time. We also, I think have been struggling. We were on such a good ride such of a good fantastic ride. reads. And now I'm struggling to really get into anything. Yeah. So we will take any and all recommendations. But it's not the center by Chantal Fafir. <laughs> Been recommending the center. When 10 she, out of 10 would recommend. Do recommend it to Emily. Do not recommend it to me. I'm not. One page in, she was looking, come off the floor. I'm not doing it. I'm fucking not doing it. And her third one is coming out this year. That will wrap up the trilogy. So, so y'all can be sluts and enjoy that. <laughs> and I will be over here. <laughs> so about Lucy's score. So she is a Wall Street Journal and number one Amazon bestselling author. 
small town contemporary rom-coms are her lady jam and she enjoys delivering the feels with a huge side of happily ever after her books have been translated into several languages making readers around the world snort laugh swoon and sob lucy lives in pennsylvania with the devastatingly handsome mr lucy and their horrible cat in her spare time she enjoys sleeping drinking copious amounts of coffee and reading all the romance novels in the universe and if you are in the atlanta area lucy's score will be at eagle eye bookstore next saturday I do not know the exact time. We'll post the graphic on the page. If you want to go meet her, buy her book. She will be there this Saturday um, by Emery. I have to creep on her Instagram because I want to see what her husband looks like. I can't tell if this is her husband or if this is her brother. Oh, because she said family. Anyways, if anyone knows how, how hot her husband is, please let us know. Please. Romance authors have the hottest husbands. Sophie Lark's husband is fine as hell. I'm saying it. He is. He's so hot. Oh, no, that was definitely brother. Because look. Oh, yeah. Oh, she like doesn't oh, hard launch him. him. We got an arm. She's soft launching him. Okay, interesting. All right. Today's dedication makes me want to ugly cry. So in memory of Chris Waller, the reader husband who reached out and asked me to include the word gusset in a book just so he could win a bet with his wife. Kate, I hope it makes you smile when you find it inside. That's so fucking cute. I guess he died, right? In memory? That means he's dead. Aww. No. That's not cute. That's heartbreaking. That's really heartbreaking. But you go, Lucy, for, like, doing that. And you go, Kate. We love you if you're listening. That's so sweet. So getting into the plot... Nash is Naka Mount's chief of police coming back to life after almost losing his life. Leaving work a few hours too early led him into running into Lena, who happens to be moving into the apartment next door. Their meeting was shattered by the fact that Lena's best friend is Knox, who is also Nash's brother. Knox warns Nash right away to stay away from Lena, which he does not listen to. Lena is a badass private investigator who is there to solve a crime that is interwoven with Nash's case. As their lives become more intertwined, so do their feelings for each other, to the point where they become each other's safety blanket. The road to happily ever after was bumpy and full of crime solving, but these two get their happily ever after and knock them out proofs to be the town of love. Okay, I gave this five stars. Emily did not. How many stars did you give it for? I gave it four because if you guys have been here for a while, we did the first book in the series. I cannot get over fucking Shark Week. I am sorry. I can't. I can't. It was automatically demoted one star. That's fair. I did give this five stars solely for the continuation of like the town and the story and the setting and also for the cast of supporting characters and seeing their relationships develop. Like you get Knox and Naomi's wedding. You get Waylay. That's a horrible name. But you get the kid like growing up. You get Steph, the gay bestie, like he's in a relationship, Nolan, the private investigator, like all of these side characters, I think really added to this. And also I really enjoyed that this story had more of Nash's dad talking about addiction and like losing his mom. So I I think that it was really well-rounded, which is why I gave it five stars. Was this long? Yes, but- any Lucy score book that you're going to read is going to be long. This is what she does. So I think if you picked this up 
after reading anything else by her, you knew that it was going to be about 100 pages too long. And that's just it is what it is. Here are some things that I really loved. There was no third stage breakup. They like kind of get in a little fight, but Nash comes to his senses and like goes after Lena. So there really wasn't a third stage breakup. I enjoyed that we reviewed like really complicated emotions about family from both of their perspectives. Like Lena really struggling with the suffocation of her parents. And then also, I mean, her the suffocation <laughs> parents were suffocated by a murderer. Lena struggled with being suffocated by her parents. And then, like I said, Nash's dad talking through like his addiction and going to rehab. I really enjoyed that. Nash and Lena really wanted to build a life together. I liked like they didn't just rush into something and then want to talk about it later. Like the whole time she's like, am I going to like, if, if I'm going to do this, I have to quit my job. And like, am I going to move here? So she was asking herself those questions, which I enjoyed. Um, the dog, like the fact that like a Piper, uh, the, the fact that Piper like brought them together and she's like, a little character too. I don't know. She had emotions. It was just really cute. Yeah. She was like a, I don't know, dogs to me are like humans. Yeah. So she was like another character. Yeah. And like, she was expressive. And like, when they were fighting, the little dog was upset. And I was like, God damn it. This is fucking cute. And you have a hot guy with a teeny tiny dog. And he at the, towards the end, I have this highlighted, but he's talking about like the things in life that matter. And he's like, Lena, he mentions Lena's eyes and like the moment when they were free falling, when they went skydiving. And then he's like Piper's little toenail clicks on the floor. And I'm like, fuck you, Nash. That's so cute. A man written by a woman. Absolutely. Um, Okay, a couple quotes that I want to talk about. When Steph is going on his date with Jeremiah, he says he did the lower back thing when we walked into the restaurant and they, all the girls are like, that's so hot. Do you know what the lower back thing when we walk into a restaurant yeah. is? Oh, when he puts the hand on your lower back. When he puts the you. hand on the lower back and guides you. Yeah. Nothing turns me on more than that happening to me okay. in public. It's like a like a small little like making your mark on the person. Yes. But also like, like touch me. I'm leaning back into it every time. Yeah. Too. I'm like, yes, more of that. I enjoyed. So yes, that is hot. Get this. What if he had sleeves on the dress shirt? rolled up and he does the lower back oh thing. my god i'm proposing i am getting on my knees <laughs> stuck in a dick <laughs> another quote that i really enjoyed this was from one of the girls i know this is not politically correct but i love me a good consensual manhandling yes please. yes please manhandle the fuck out of me okay my last thing this might be um little off the cuff but I think if you're listening to this like if you made it this far this is nothing new all right so we have a small town cop right him not being racist was a really pleasant surprise for me I really enjoyed that he stood up for the family like there was a black family that was pulled over and they shouldn't have been and like he stood up for them he removed the cop it was just a nice touch you know what I mean like he um the nurse that saved his life her nephew is autistic. And so he was like, I want a social worker to come in and like teach us how to like be able to like deal with like the nonverbal um, population and stuff. And it's like, he is such a caring individual. Yes. Yeah. Cause the little boy was autistic, um, but he was black and he's like, this is a tall black boy who doesn't know how to communicate. And like, how can we as cops and as a community be better? Right. And I don't know. It was just 
Like that was sexy. That turned that me was on. Hot. That was yeah. hot. If you're caring and like, and you have some social awareness and you understand the systemic inequity of our country, like that's a turn on. And like, I'm just going to get like, like this goes into my review. I just think that like the thing I really liked about Nash was he was very closed off, but once he started opening, he was one of the kindest. Like he would, he was like, if you're in my life, I'm going to protect you. And like, he went and saw the lady who saved his life, brought her flowers. And like, she wasn't just like, oh, peace out. Like, here's some flowers done. He bought some of her jewelry. He was just like a very caring individual and like all the little things you're like, okay, like you're not, you're not a robot. And I think what I like so much too, is that he didn't do it. You know how people like do good things, but then they post it on social media or like they tell people like he was doing good things to do good things, not to get credit for it. Yeah. Like he just wanted to like show that he was a good person. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. I know. I like Nash. I think I'm going to say I like Nash more than I liked Knox. Oh. But okay. I am giving it four stars because of Shark Week. And I did like the side characters. I really did. I just wish we got a little bit less of the side characters. Like, she did a very good job leading into the fact that the next book is Sloan and Lucian's book. I just wanted a little bit less of the side characters. But I'm glad that, like, Lena, like, she's such a badass. She was going to the prisons. We learn more about Tina. The story really picks off, like, where, like, it starts back up where we left it. The fact that he always would check on her heart, Mm. like, how's your heart doing? I hated Nash when he exposed what um, Lena did, though, at Waylay's um, soccer game. Yeah. I almost put the book down. I said, no fucking way. (laughs) And I think that she forgave him too quickly. I'm just going to say it. I don't think, I think there were, I think that was fine. I think that was a dick move. I am only going to be a soccer mom if tea like this is unfurling at the soccer yeah, game. Like she had our Bloody Mary with her. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to like be drinking at this kid's soccer Could game. Could you imagine being at your kid's soccer game and some other fucked up family gets into <laughs> a huge fight? Like that would be the highlight of my day. I do like, because you know, we talk about when the kids are in a story. Waylay is not annoying. I think Waylay fits the plot of the book really well. Waylay is a really good kid, but her name is fucking stupid. <laughs> That's how I feel. the dog's name is Waylon. Like, why is her name Waylay? Can we call her something else? Small town country. Yeehaw. <laughs> Fuck. Brooke further proves that I, I'm not meant for a small town living. It was good. There was plot. There was spice. I think the book was hot. I have to say, I do think it was a little bit weird that Lena did date Knox. And it was kind of just, like, forgotten about. Oh, I don't think so because they became, they realized that they are much better friends than they they were together. together. Yeah. Do you think that you can be friends with somebody that you fucked though? Me? No. I'm not friends with anybody that I felt like that. If you were dating somebody and they were, like, if you were Naomi and Alina and Knox had fucked and now they were good friends, would you be jealous? I would be so fucking jealous. Yeah. Like, Lena was his best man in the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, you're like, uh-uh. Yeah. But I mean, they seem to work it out, but... Small town. That shit will only happen in a small town. Yeah, I think in a small town, there's so few people. Like, you've got to take what you've got, you yeah. know? Yep. And so, it was good. Four stars because of when Nash did that and because of the Shark Week. Like, women get their periods. We don't really... I'm on my period right now. Like, it doesn't need to be a thing. I don't need to have it through six chapters. We already got so much of Shark Week in the first book. It's just like, I really just fucking I just stupid. I don't need it. That is such like a Neanderthal way to think about something. Like, 
I did like that, Lena. Like she would, if you threw it at her, she would throw it right back at you. I know. Like I love, I love the banter. I was like taking notes. Like but her that's comebacks how I, were quick. I know that's how I want to be, but I always just end up being a huge cunt. Like there's not a lot. I can't give it back to somebody without just being really fucking mean. I will like process in my head what I want to say. And then I just get flustered and it's not what comes out. At one point, Lena was like, I'm not the person who's in the shower five hours after an argument and suddenly thinks of something to say. I'm the person who always has a comeback ready. And I was yeah. like, damn, that's aspirational. Exactly. So she's just like a badass bitch, but she's not an annoying female main character. No, not Nash fit her perfectly. And I'm really excited for the third book. We're going to get into Spice. I gave this one and a half peppers. I also gave it one and a half peppers. Just so you guys know, if you read on a Kindle, they don't fuck until 70%. We could have fucked a lot more in this book. A lot more in this book. See, nobody likes slow burn, Emily. (laughs) This is why you should put out. I'm holding to my gun, whatever the saying is, April. And we're both going out of town. Like, I'm going out of town at the end of March. When I get back in town, he's going out of town. You're not going out of town next weekend. All I'm saying, nobody likes a slow burn because they didn't fuck until 70% of the way in. And I was like, God, when am I going to get some action? Like I was, I needed it. Yeah. I was like, come on. They could have had some hate sex early on. Oh, for sure. And it would have been hot as shit. They had like a lot of tension. So a couple of things that I found really hot at the very beginning of this book. So they start off as neighbors and then they end up having to move in together. Again, forced proximity. It's my theme of the year and while they're neighbors the walls are really thin and nash is masturbating in the shower and she can hear him like grunting and stuff and her full name is angelina nobody calls her angelina angel whatever Ange. so he's crying out angel thinking of lena and she's like fuck who is angel like i'm gonna lose out on this And then she realizes that it's her because he calls her angel to her face, but she can hear him masturbating and like grunting and moaning. Hot. Yeah. One thing I liked about this book with like Nash and stuff is that, and like, you know, like I, I don't know how to say it. It's like about masturbation and stuff. So he came back from an injury and like, he did not know if his like penis would work. (laughs) But like that happens like after, like after hip surgeries and stuff, like that whole area is numb for like three months. You have like <gasps> yeah, and like some people Yeah, and like some people don't ever like regain their like feeling back and stuff. Oh and that, do you have feeling in your badge right now? Yes, I have feeling. God. I have feelings. I had a heart attack. I have feelings. <laughs> How soon after did you masturbate? Like four months after. Because you don't get like a <laughs> have like a range of Oh my lord. <laughs> I'm too stunned to speak. Gotta get you a vibrator the first, immediately. The first time it happened, I was like Googling. I was like loss of like feeling and like your clit after hip surgery. Cause I was like, what the fuck is happening? And it's because when you have hip surgery, your legs go in these boots because they dislocate. They like remove the hip from the socket. So it's the traction. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I like that she mentioned about like how he was nervous to have sex post injury and like be worried. I did not know that you lost feeling in your clip for four months. That's really good information to know. You guys are getting a lot about my life this episode. I'm honestly so here for it. Okay. 
I like that then. I like that that was real. Yeah. His dick did in fact work because they do eventually start using it. It just takes a while. Yeah. And um, he's good with it. Okay. So I have two scenes. Well, one scene that I want to talk about, Emily, and I highlighted the same, the shower scene. I mean, Uh really, it's the highlight of the sexual chemistry in this book. And basically, they have their little third stage breakup. They come back in the room and they're like, post-breakup fucking, like, makeup sex. And he's washing her in the shower, being so gentle. And then they start fucking. And he says, I fucking love watching you come, watching your tits bounce while I move in you. But I love you like this, too, when you give it all up and just surrender. Yeah. Hot. He was dominant, but she also had such a dominant personality that they almost had, like, a little bit of a, like, a power struggle. Yeah, like, she, like, um, she was, like, when are you going to let me get on top? And he was, like, when I know that, like, when, like, seeing you from below, like, seeing you from above, like, with your tits bounce won't make me come in five seconds. (laughs) And so, like, he was, like, I have to, like, regain, like, the ability. And so she, like, still rolled him over and she gets on top and then he immediately starts, like, controlling her. And like Hot. the movement. I like a battle for yeah. dominance. I like that too. I also love that Nash never, he never said good girl in the bedroom, but when they're in the like shootout, he basically says, so like, are you going to marry me? And she says, yes. And he says, good girl. And like kisses her. And then they like break up. And I'm like, fuck, that is so fucking hot. Like Seth got to redo the proposal. I just want someone to call me a good girl in the middle of the day. You know what I mean? Like a casual noon good girl. girl. All I fucking (laughs) want. Like Seth, you have to redo your proposal. Right now. No, my proposal story is so fun though. I don't want to lose it. It is cute. It is cute. It's fun. I thought Seth was tying his shoes. I was like, get (laughs) the fuck up. What are you doing? I need to talk about the restaurant scene. So they go to dinner right? And they're at this like swanky Italian restaurant. You guys know they have the white tablecloth mm-hmm. and she's wearing, like he said, like a fuck me dress. Wearing a red underwear, everything. So there's like sexual tension building up. They've already had sex at this point. He starts fingering her under the table. So hot. And he was like, you have until the waiter comes back with our check to like come. But like, he is like, while he's like fingering her, He's like, you can't move because, like, people will know that, like... Yeah, we live in a small town. They're going to know that I'm fucking finger under fucking the table. under the table. And, like, it was just, like, the possess- <clears throat> like the control, I think, was just so hot. Yeah. And, like, it was sort of in public, but, like, you have the table. I also love, too, because this happens. She comes, and then they get in the car to go back home because they had to go to dinner um, outside she gives, of town. She gives the roadhead. Yeah, she gives him roadhead. And they have to pull over the car to fuck <laughs> on the way home. Like, that's pat, like that kind of passion. And, like, I have to have you right now is so hot. I think it's so hot. And, like, the fact that they both, like, do you have, like, so much power? And they have, and, like, when they, like, finally get together, it, like, combusts. just, I think it was really hot. Yeah. I just would have loved to read about it more, honestly. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. They literally could have been, like, 15 more sex scenes. A hundred more pages of just them fucking. Yeah. Like, they finally had sex in the library office which i think is hot because the books yeah but yeah he had to go back and plaster the wall up because he, he rammed a table so hard into the wall that he cracked it a little he had to go back with plaster the next day because nash morgan is a good fucking guy <laughs> so he's gonna fuck you so hard on a table 
and leave dents in the wall, but then he'll patch it up the next day. He was like, fuck, we don't have a condom. And she's like, you think I would have let you get this far if I was on birth control? <laughs> and I was like, you go, girl. Yes, queen. Yeah, so I'm giving it one and a half. There just could have been a little bit more scenes. Not Agreed. 70%. Agreed. I also would like to challenge authors. Your bonus epilogues, just make it sex. I was in full tears at this bonus epilogue. When Waylay came, was hugging Knox at the wedding. Oh, and she said, thank you for loving me. Tears streaming down my face. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Tears streaming down my oh face. Oh my God. You know what I think was hot too? That like, because I I think I like Knox a little more than I like Nash. Really? I think it's the Viking in him that I'm like, oh, you're kind of hot. And when he said, like when she said that to him and he like looks up, trying not to cry. And he's like, God damn it. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was really cute. Everybody was crying at that wedding. Everybody was crying. And one thing I do like about Nash was, we do learn more about their mom in this story. He would like give her flowers that like reminded him of um his mom. And like she had them woven in her hair on the wedding day. Like it was just very sweet. Like he is like a very sentimental. He reminds me of Cal of um Callahan Kane, who we read about last week. I love Callahan Kane. Yeah. Something else that I really thought was hot and I I'm curious is their like family tradition was getting their wedding dates. All the men had the wedding dates tattooed on themselves. I think that's I think that's so hot. So Nash gets angel wings on his ass for Lena. Like what? Yeah. I I think that's hot. Is there people who do the wedding ring tattoo? What do you think about that? I think that's a no for me. Yeah, I want them to have a baby. Yeah, like, I don't like, I like the wedding date tattoo idea, not on your ring finger, though. Yeah. I don't know what, it, the caveman in me loves seeing my husband with his ring on. It's like yeah. a personal branding. Yeah. And I know that, like, men love seeing, like, the engagement and wedding band. Like, yeah. It's like, like, you're marking your territory. Yeah. And the caveman See, the feminism left all of us. <laughs> the feminism left my body so quickly. Okay, well, we're going to do a few discussion questions. We cannot ask that question. We have to. We're going to start with that question. <laughs> we cannot ask that question. Yes. Would you fuck a cop, Emily? I would not fuck a cop. I would not fuck a fireman. I got to tell you, <laughs> I only count 10, 11, 13, because I don't fuck with 12. I don't know. It's not a cop, not a firefighter. I feel like I'm going to throw in the ambulance <laughs> Not the EMT. I'd fucking an EMT <laughs> for sure. Would you fuck a nurse? A male nurse? Probably not. God damn, no wonder you're not having any sex. You're <laughs> so many possibilities. I don't think I could fuck a cop. I think in a small town, your options are so limited. So, you so limited. What you got. Like people like the small town books, like where she fucks the vet. Yeah. I mean, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> the vet is also the primary care physician. <laughs> No, not a cop, not a firefighter, not an EMT, not a nurse. I have to say something. <laughs> a very hot, like, security guard in the in the bar last night. And I almost walked oh, up to him. Yeah, I, very, yeah. Saw, I, I almost walked up to him to, like, hello, I've been very bad. <laughs> I would have died. I would have died. You should have done it. I would have died on camera. I present to you. He was hot. I would let a security guard rough me up a little bit. You know what I mean? I think I would hook up with the security guard of a bar so we could have, like, because, you know, I've always wanted to have sex in a bar. Yeah. 
But the like the bathrooms yesterday, that's not like bar sex bathrooms. No, they were just fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I the also, doors didn't close. I also think that I I could fuck a cop. I couldn't be in a relationship with a cop, but like the whole handcuff, like I've been so bad. Like that would be really fun. <laughs> Like, I got arrested. Think of the role playing you could do. I'm being arrested, but then, like, how am I going to get out of this? Let me just pop on my knees. You know what I mean? I'm not really a role player kind of gal. You should try it. <laughs> it's hard to get into. Let me make my list for April. Oh my God. You're going to be fucking like bunnies once you finally take it off. I told this man that I'm last night at the bar that we're waiting until April. I'm trying to think if I want to say what I'm about to say. I can cut it out, but. No, we're cutting that out. We're cutting that out. (laughs) Okay. My next question is, were you expecting the plot twist of who actually shot Nash? No. I, so, what was his name? Hilton? Dilton? Dilton. Tate Dilton. Date Dilton or is it Tate Dilton? (laughs) DT. I did not expect him. So he gets fired because he starts abusing his power. He um, arrested the African-American driver for no reason. Literally, like, had him handcuffed on the floor, yelling at his wife. He's also, like, majorly a, a fucking abuser. Yeah. Like, his like poor domestic wife. violence. Yeah. Like, he is a real, like, piece of shit, like, man. He is the one that actually shot Nash. So he was working with Hugo, the main guy who did the kidnapping. And I saw that and I was like, no fucking way. But it makes sense now. He it makes raced so the dash. Sense. They were on the ride together. Yeah. It just made so much sense now. But I was not expecting it. I really thought yeah. it was just a crime. Because it didn't really make sense to me why they would start targeting this family. Yes. The Morgan family. It didn't make any sense. I have to say, too, I when we met grocery store cereal guy. I had no idea that he was. A, he was I didn't know that he was who he was. But I knew that he was bad. I was like. I'm getting bad vibes. Why is this person placing? Can we also talk about how she literally gets abducted from the grocery store and nobody stops them? Yeah, they like there were people everywhere. Yeah, and nobody stops them. That's he a- had like a little tiny gun, and everyone's like, "Like you weren't fucking <laughs> doing anything, man! The fuck up!" Yeah, like they literally let her just get abducted. Lena fought her ass off. She did. She, Lena fucked him up with a pitchfork. I love too that like. The boys, as they were coming to save her, they were like, I feel bad for these motherfuckers because you know that she she's fucking them up. up. And Nash, like, heard her say something. And he was like, okay, she still must be alive if she's going to be a smart ass. <laughs> I love it. And then lastly, I think we need to fuck Mary Kill with some, with some side characters, potentially. I think we should do Knox, Nolan, and Lucian. Okay, instead of Nash. No Nash. Okay. Because I would kill Nash and we can't kill the person that we're talking about. Okay. So we're going to do a little fuck, Mary kill with the side characters in the story. With Knox, Nolan, who's the U.S. Marshal, and Lucian. Okay. I don't even need, I don't even need to think about this. I'm going to kill Knox, fuck Nolan, and marry Lucian. Interesting. I know that Luce, like the whole like vibe of Lucian to me is really hot. I know, and I think I'm going to eat my words when his book comes out, but as of right now, current me is killing Lucian, marrying Nolan, and fucking Knox. 
I do you want the Viking experience? I want the Viking experience so bad. And honestly, Nolan was probably one of my favorite characters in this book. Yeah. When he gets shot and he's on the gurney, like, I'm talking about life. Like, we're <laughs> getting back together. I'm here. He's like, I'm going to stop being a pain in my ass. <laughs> I think that they're going to move to knock him out because he's going to start working for Lucian. For Lucian, yeah. Yeah. So I hope we get more of Nolan because I liked him a lot. Lucy. Lucy. If you're reading, if you're listening to this and you haven't published, I want a lot of sex between Lucian and Sloane. Because that's going to be straight enemies to lovers. I want a lot of sex. So much sex. Please, don't make us wait until 70%. Please, I can't do it. We've read over a thousand pages of this series. Like, give us a fucking reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're loyal. We're loyal. So, you guys, now we've talked about Nash. We talked about a lot of the guy's side characters. Comes a hard time where we have to put him in our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid. So, at the bottom, we have... Ultimate friends with benefits. You might not tell your friends about him. You might do it. Fuck a few times. That's it. Then after that, we have meet the family. Then we have white picket fence, red door, two dogs. Just that happy life. And at the top of the top, we have God tier. Not everybody can be God tier unless <laughs> my household. Everybody is God tier. But Sal, where are we putting Nash Morgan? I, I... I am putting Nash Morgan at Meet the Fam, I think. Because here's the deal. I think I could date him a little bit. I just don't want to. I'm not marrying a cop. I'm going to put. Changing mine. Ultimate (gasps) friends with benefits, but could move in to meet the family. When You have never ranked somebody other than that one. The The fucking five. 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 It's the first responder. Like, I don't know what I was on when it came to Ignite. I fucking hated that guy so much. Starting out with ultimate friends with benefits. He can move up the boyfriend's here. He'll have a temporary lease. I liked the way that Nash treated others. I don't want to live in a small town. No. And no. I'd rather fuck his brother. <laughs> what would really be ideal is if I could have a threesome with the two of well, brothers. Well, has fucked Knox. So yeah. she knows. And I would like for Knox and Nash to take my ass to Paris. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want a three-way. That's really what I want. So that's what, that's where I'm having my um boyfriend pyramid experience. Yeah. So there we go. There we go. Lesson learned. Emily fucking hates a first responder. <laughs> we do not thank you for your service. <laughs> I'm gonna make you like a sticker that says fuck first responders. I really wonder if it's because my house. (laughs) How do we can laugh about it? I think it probably is. Yeah. All right, little trauma. (laughs) Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the Spice Rack. Next week we're gonna, I know we already said we're gonna do this, but we're gonna try again and do the right move by Liz Tom Ford. It is a basketball romance, so we're gonna do that for march madness and kick it off with this fun college basketball season so thanks for listening thanks for being here thanks for a thousand followers we love you and we'll see you next week thanks guys love you all bye